0: This, 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 this is mythical. mythical.
1: And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price.
2: Hello, everyone. I just wanted to take this time to apologize for the audio in this episode. We had some technical issues, but still, this is a great episode. Emma and I had an awesome conversation, and you will love it, I swear. doing my podcast magic to make sure it's a good show. Welcome to Trevor Talks Too Much, the show where I bring on some really cool guests and I talk to them a little bit, maybe a lot a bit, and uh, but hopefully not too much that it scares them away and maybe we can be friends afterwards. That's the ideal scenario for me, at least. Hopefully I can make some new friends. That would be great. Uh, I'm your host, Trevor Everts. I am a uh, master baker mythical soft boy, and super fan of Roland Orzabal and Kurt Smith, also known as Tears for Fears. I can't sing their songs, but I would. (laughs) Today I spoke with Emma Norton, who is a social media star, very famous TikToker, also an actress. She does... A lot of really cool makeup looks. That's what she's known for. A lot of her cosplays and crazy makeup things that she does. Uh, We had a really great conversation. We talked about all sorts of fun stuff like being adrenaline junkies. We talked about a little Marvel versus DC drama. Not really drama, but just, you know, the ever-waging war. Um, And we also talked about burning stuff, you know. Some light casual conversation. Uh, It was really good. Um, I... (laughs) I hope I'm so sad because I didn't talk to her about my shirt and I really wanted to bring it up because I wore this shirt today one because it's freaking cool. You might not be able to see it, uh, but it's an ale Storm shirt and I've been wanting to talk to people about ale Storm. Because they're my favorite pirate metal band. I feel
0: like she might have been into it, too.
2: I know. That's why I'm sad. We oh, talked man. about so much stuff and I forgot about Ale Storm, Ale Storm is, is a is their Scottish pirate metal group. And they sing metal songs about being pirates upon the seven seas. Uh, and it's the best thing ever. Actually, I might have talked about it before. I probably have. I think I talked about it with Morgan. I think because we talked about my favorite song, that it was a cover of a Tyo Cruz song. Anyway, I like Aelstorm. They're great. There's other... The thing about this, though, is that pirate metal isn't the only weird subgenre of metal music, which I thought is interesting. Okay. There is goblin metal as well. What? What is goblin metal? Well, it's the same thing. It's that people sing metal songs about being goblins. I don't know what it is about like people just wanting to sing songs about being like creatures. There's troll metal. There's there's people that sing songs about being trolls. It's so bizarre. Anyway, there's a lot of subgenres of metal where they're great. And like Necro Goblicon is a band that does goblin metal and they're so cool. And what's his name? Oh, my God, the the, the freaking... This guy dresses up like a goblin. Um, His name is, like, uh, John Goblikon. He has an interview show that Josh, my boss, was on. He was on John Goblikon's interview show, and he literally dresses up like a goblin, and he talks like a goblin. He talks like this. I'm John Goblikon. Well, you know, I'm a goblin. And it is the
0: funniest thing ever. Oh, my god, I am
2: going to after this, completely look this up. You have to. You have to go. This is a light plug for GobliCon and John Goblicon. It is so funny and entertaining because he just, he has this insane prosthetic makeup and he just talks like a goblin. He has it so funny. He is so good. Um, he's so entertaining. Anyway, my boss was on the show so you should go check out his interview with him because it was really funny. But yeah, Goblin Metal, Necrogoblicon, great man. Um, But I I tend to lean more pirate. I don't know what it is about singing songs about being pirate, but it's just like so fun, you know? Did you like
0: pirate stories a lot when you were younger?
2: I do. Assassin's Creed Black Flag, one of my favorite games. Uh, That's the pirate version of Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed 4, um, I think it's the best Assassin's Creed game of all time. And I think people out there are going to agree with me on that. For all the gamers out there, all the Assassin's Creed fans, it is unequivocally the best game because there's just something so fulfilling about being a pirate i don't know what it is there's just like there's something so fulfilling about sailing your pirate ship and and plundering i I mean pirates are terrible people let's get that out of the way The, the the glorification of pirates they're bad people and they shouldn't be looked up to as role models. However, comma, in video game form and song form, it is some of the most fun things to do. It's just like, also, Assassin's Creed is just great games, you know? You get to have the cool little blades that go shink-shink, and then you get to do, like, backflips and stuff, which is always fun. Um, but yeah, my favorite part of the Assassin's Creed Black Flag game was the fact that you had, like, you could, like, build your empire of ships. It was, like, a mini game inside the game where you had, like, your fleet, and then you would just, like, send them out, um, and then they would, like, go bring you back loot to upgrade your ship the jackdaw captain edward kenway (laughs) i'm
0: I'm gonna bring this back to the podcast what
2: (laughs) no (laughs) no i want to talk about assassin's creed
0: (laughs) yeah so but the thing is
2: well, so you see there's, there's Emma Edward Norton. Kenway is a pirate <laughs> <laughs> and he's, sorry, guys, Jamie's really trying to derail me right now in my uh, talk about Assassin's Creed. So I'm sorry for all of you out there, Jamie, yeah, let blame me talk me. about blame pirates. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Okay. All right. Uh, let, let's get into Emma Norton. She was phenomenal. Um, she was such a great guest and we had a really fun conversation. So I guess we can get into it now. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Emma, thank you so much for being here. Welcome to the show.
3: Thank you for having me. I'm so excited.
2: Everybody, uh, for those of you at home uh, or in your car or wherever, Emma Norton, a very uh, famous TikToker, does a lot of super amazing makeup looks and stuff um yeah you've got a ton of stuff going on you're just doing all i i was actually very i was very uh curious to see what you were going to show up in today i was kind of like half expecting maybe she's going to do something crazy maybe she's going to go wild
3: i respect you for thinking that because you'd be right on par i think that most of the time when i have friends over they kind of expect me to be in cosplay or some like elaborate makeup because most of the time i'm done working like at the very like end of when i'm supposed to be doing something else yeah
2: so well,
3: yeah. sometimes uh i have either like a bunch of fake blood on me or you yeah know, well that's crazy. normal
2: you know yeah.
3: this is a I normal use-
2: thing to do you did go to the doctor's office uh in full lion makeup is that correct
3: yes i did it was actually blue tiger oh blue
2: makeup. tiger my apologies <laughs>
3: God, please get it correct. I um, will. I
2: swear. Next time, I will.
3: <laughs> no, but yeah, I did because oftentimes I don't have enough time to take off if I'm doing like a full like face paint or body paint.
4: Yeah,
3: um, really elaborate process. Like in the shower for like 30 minutes, like scrubbing. Yeah. Sometimes. Um, because oftentimes it'll stain your skins too, oh. which sucks. Um, so I kind of earth afterwards, but we dealt with it. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah really have time to take it off and that's, that's how it is a lot of times like the whole month of October everywhere that I go I'm
2: <laughs> you're just covered you're it's like every day is Halloween yeah you always got day. a costume on uh that's so funny yeah no I've, I've had like a little bit of makeup in the past just like whatever theater anything going on and <laughs> it's always been a struggle like I feel like I'm just sitting there scrubbing my face with a makeup wipe for so long so I can't imagine painting my whole face or body like that would be an ordeal
3: it, it really is. I think that you, you really have to love doing it yeah. because it's uncomfortable. Sometimes there's like prosthetics involved and you're like, I just want to rip my face off.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I, um. what did the doctor say? What was the, eh, well, I can't, I don't know if I'm allowed to, I was about to ask what's the procedure, but I don't think I can ask that uh, legally. <laughs> um,
3: ask, you can ask anything, but I mean it's i just think it's too elaborate to put in concise words
2: yeah just, no that's okay you don't have to get into your medical history here
3: of, <laughs> lot, yeah fair fair a lot of bail to rub everything off that's that's the main thing always
2: yeah that's so funny so you you do a little bit of acting is that correct yes yeah so what's your favorite thing to like are you more traditional media are you a big fan of the theater what what do you like to what do you like to do
3: started off i think my my first initial passion for acting came from theater just because i grew up always doing theater and i i'm from colorado originally nerd
2: no i'm kidding <laughs> sorry i only yeah, say that because i'm a theater kid too so it's okay
3: yeah, so i was definitely a big theater kid and and it was like i i think that that's what kind of kick-started my passion for all uh facets of art yeah like, painting and, you know, makeup. There's, like you said, there's so many things that are involved with makeup and theater. Oh, yeah. I dance. I've danced my whole life. Um, so, yeah. I mean, that's how it started. And then I, when I was, like, I think, like, 13 or, like, 12 or something, I kind of got into, like, these film acting classes. Yeah. And I got signed when I was, like, 13 or 14 by my management. That's still my management today. Nice. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. I fell in love with it. I, I love dramatic acting I think that's my favorite for sure yeah horror is fun
2: I love horror
3: um yeah I mean I, I love watching horror I think it's so fun anything with a really strong emotional reaction I think is my favorite
2: yeah what's your like dream role for uh, that you could have or or maybe well no I'll ask that question afterward because it's a completely separate question so I don't want to put too much on you <laughs>
3: <laughs> don't want to overwhelm me yeah. thank you um, but, I mean, I think that a lot of my followers might know this already because I've addressed this, but definitely DC or Marvel. Like, yeah. Like, the actors I'm sure can agree with me on that. Yeah. Just because the amount of outreach that they have on a global perspective and, like, the amount of eyes on them and just... I think that the political and, like... You know, the political power of all of those actors, too, is just so important and all the things that they can voice on. I think that's also why I love acting, too, is because I really want to have a platform to be able to help people. Yeah. On a wider- um, And beyond that, I literally eat, sleep, and breathe Marvel and DC. I literally yeah. Puzzle Right here next to me Um, and all of these like DC comic books in my apartment. But yeah, and Marvel ones. Well,
2: well, so what's your favorite DC or Marvel? Because that's a highly contested topic.
3: I know it is. I made a video on this because I knew that it would make people upset and, you know, fight over it. And so I was like, oh, DC. But I really honestly, I think I like DC for darker. Yeah, better. Um I think that they they've dabbled in that more anyway um but overall probably marvel.
2: Okay, that makes sense. I think yeah. I feel like the general consensus is that DC uh, has like a very great universe. They just uh, their films have been a little bit lacking in recent history you could say.
3: Yeah. <laughs> not yeah.
2: not doing great on the film front there. Some uh
3: what's like your your least favorites or favorites of the dc
2: my well i love like batman is one of my favorite superheroes ever i freaking love i and i'm so excited for robert pattinson batman um no i love like literally one of my favorite movies growing up was uh was the dark knight just because one i love heath ledger and heath ledger's joker is unequivocally it's just unmatched it is so good he is yeah so i love batman i i I tend to lean more marvel i think in general um but i don't know i'm not like a huge huge fan of either i wouldn't say i'm like a a super fan i know some people that are super fans and i don't think i fall into that basket but i enjoy the movies you know they're fun and who doesn't love superheroes
3: right now i like marvel better i think that if you maybe like based off of previous films like the batman series and all of that yeah and with Heath Ledger, i think that that was just i i have not responded to a superhero movie so i emotionally i don't know or like drawn back yeah i think just because i think the best films are the ones that make you question everything so that that film definitely did that
2: it's not about the money. It's about sending a message. <laughs> see, my father was a drinker. Oh,
3: that was so good. Thank that you. So
2: good. I work on it. I practice it.
3: <laughs> yeah, I know. That was so good. Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: I do a little bit. I do a little bit of a, a little bit of joker impression here and there, which again, I'm not a psychopath. We can get into my favorite color later so you can see if I'm a serial killer. <clears throat> well, then let's get into it. My favorite colors are Probably lavender and then maybe like a seafoam green.
3: Oh, that's so, that's actually so specific. I love that. Um, I think the lavender used to be one of my favorite colors too. I think that right now my favorite color is red.
2: Okay. That, I yeah. can see that. Blood. So maybe you're the serial killer. You know what? Now I'm flipping the switch.
3: It's one to no one. No.
2: <laughs> oh, what the? Who <laughs> who's, who's here? No, um, that's, uh, I've I've never been a I I feel like my favorite color switched around. I've never been a huge fan of red. I hope we can still be friends, but I'm not a huge red person.
3: Yeah, that's fair. I'll think about it.
2: You'll think about it. I have like (laughs) one piece of red. I actually have a couple pieces of red clothing. I tend to like lighter colors generally. As I'm wearing all black, Um, I tend to enjoy. I, I don't know. I like switch it up.
3: Okay, so this isn't a color necessarily. Otherwise, I'd say this, but silver is my favorite i think
2: is silver not a color
3: i mean it's a color but you know how people fight about like oh is black a color or is white a color
2: okay well we're not in color theory here
3: (laughs) (laughs) i don't know man but like some people some people will fight with me if i say silver or gold or like something like that but if i had to actually say truthfully Without any judgment it would be silver
2: Okay well here's the thing that's the people that say that Black and white aren't colors are like the people are like Actually tomatoes in a fruit but if you Put tomato in a fruit salad everyone's gonna Hate you so yeah like I get it Technically it's not but can we All just agree that we're rational human Beings okay
3: I think that there's there's uh more important Fights to fight there are Pick and choose your battles like the
2: fight between DCEU and the MCU
3: (laughs) (laughs) this holds much more weight than black and white.
2: Yeah. No, I don't care. I, I just like movies. I like sitting and, and watching movies and I liked, I'm like so monkey brain. I, I'm like, I, I, I ride a very thin line between, Cinephile and like I just want to sit there and like Because I, I love movies and I love I love enjoying movies For more than just their surface level Which makes me sound like a total ding dong But no, I, love that. I also I, I love Mindless action movies There's something like I love the new Godzilla versus Kong I don't remember Who I was talking to this about But there's something so caveman brain About me when I see that and I'm like oh, Big monkey fight big lizard let's go Ooh, uh, ah! I'm I, ready I, like it's so caveman brain but I freaking love it
3: no but I really appreciate that because I think that I go both ways as well where I, I think that I saw that movie or at least part of that movie very recently or maybe it was the it was the one with um Jack Black is it that one I don't know that that was another Godzilla movie I think but I saw that one and it was like the I think that's, that's Kong so Skull crazy. Island
2: Oh yeah. yeah. That was a good one. That was another great film. Yeah. <laughs> Phenomenal film. <laughs> yeah. No I, I'm like I write a very fine line but I write it hard and I'm glad to hear that you're a savant as well.
3: I mean yeah it's like I, I love movies like Deadpool for example. Oh like, yeah. I know it goes back into the superheroes but Oh yeah. Just like the stupid humor of that and it's also so incredibly well written. Oh Even yeah. It's not like Sharknado where it's like you know purposefully
2: Okay, well don't talk crap about Sharknado. All right.
3: Rain <laughs> just goes everywhere and I love it. Eats off of it. Yeah.
2: So what's like um if you were talking to someone and you were trying to impress like like there's people that you that ask you what your favorite movie is and they're obviously looking for like a specific like type of movie, what's like a movie that you'd say to impress someone when they ask you what your favorite movie is?
3: I mean, I think it would have to depend on the person. I'd have to know their favorite color first. Okay,
2: well, if what's my what's your favorite movie then? You know my favorite colors. What's your favorite movie? <laughs>
3: oh, I mean, no, I mean, I think that it depends on what kind of movies people like as well, just because I think that everyone enjoys a different genre. Yeah. And that's kind of what they're drawn to. I mean, I think that if I say a horror movie and someone just meets me and they don't, like, know all of the spooky stuff that I do. yeah. Then I think that people are like, oh, really? Wow, I wouldn't expect that. Like, that's, crazy. Like, that's so scary. What? Like, I know that I've had that reaction sometimes when I've said to someone like, oh, yeah, like I really like, you know, The Exorcist or I really like classic kind of horror movies or whatever it is. Or I love Scream, even though that's so overused. Oh, I love-,
2: love Scream. No, these are all great movies.
3: And yeah, I don't know. I think that that surprises people sometimes, but they not after they watch my videos.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you have any like uh, so other than horror? Do you have any other favorite genres or or what about like uh, you know some some indie movies or anything like that? I'm just saying this. I'm like leading myself up to suggesting you movies, so please answer away, and then I'll suggest you movies. Yeah.
3: I mean, I think that I'm most drawn to thrillers, probably. Ooh thrillers and kind of like action movies I feel like those are usually my favorite okay but I don't know every now and again there's a couple films that really like sucker punch me when I'm so brutally moved after I watch the movie like there was a Tom Hanks movie that I saw recently that was like I think it was welcome to your friendly neighborhood or something like that. oh the or... Mr.
2: Rogers movie yeah yeah the yeah Mr.
3: Rogers movie. and I was just so emotionally moved afterwards that I think that that was one of my favorite films but then really the films like Coraline or like yeah. um, Spirited Away
2: oh yes
3: there's so many phenomenal films that like I could never choose yeah you know?
2: no yeah for sure so Thriller fan did you uh, predict the ending of The Sixth Sense I definitely did not you didn't <laughs> I'm sorry
3: I saw that So long ago. Yeah. So, like, I I think that if I watched it now and didn't remember it, then probably, because it's a very predictable ending. But it's been such a long time that I probably couldn't even tell you what half the movie's about now.
2: Yeah. I guessed it. It was, like, uh, it was pretty, pretty... And to be fair, I watched it when I was a little bit older, and I also knew that there was like a twist. Like It was one of those things that like, oh, there's a big twist at the end of this movie, but it's also M. Night Shyamalan, so obviously there's a twist. But I remember I was like, I don't remember when in the movie, but I was like, why is nobody freaking talking to Bruce Willis? I was like, nobody's acknowledging him. And then I was like, wait a minute. Oh. This kid talks to dead people. Nobody seems to acknowledge that Bruce Willis is in the room. Bruce Willis (laughs) is dead. And then I said it out loud, my parents were like, really? You just... Have you? Did you see something? I was like, no, I'm just built like that, you know.
3: I'm just, I'm just built like that.
2: I'm just, I'm just goaded with the sauce, you know. <laughs> uh, so that's uh, I, I, I like to, but I feel bad. I, it's hard for. I don't like knowing too much about a movie when I go in, because especially a movie I'm like sure. that, if I know there's a twist the whole time in the movie, I'm gonna be like, all right, I'm looking for the twist. What's the twist? And then I feel like I get lost in it. Like, just let yourself be surprised, you know. Well-
3: There's that, and then I think that you can't sit back from kind of like a greater perspective of the rest of the film, and you don't get to enjoy so many pieces of it because you're just sitting there, like, okay. Yeah. I'm like, which one of you you is going to be? Little
2: Sherlock Holmes, yeah, going on.
3: So, oh, also speaking of which, there was a mystery movie that I really loved called Knives Out that recently came
2: yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Knives Out was great. That
3: was a good movie. That was so good. That was, I, I watched that a couple times since I first watched it just because I, I loved it so much. And you kind of pick pieces from it every time that you watch it. I think that those are some of the best films in some sense where, like, you get a different takeaway a little bit every time. Yeah. Um, there so many details in that movie. I think it was based off of a, a book. I'm pretty sure. Um, I, I couldn't say though. I'm not. I'm not positive. But if that is a book, I bet it's phenomenal. Yeah,
2: it was also nice to see Chris Evans as like kind of a d bag. It was fun to yeah, see him I love as. It. Yeah, it was so,
3: I was so taken back by that. It was so strange to see him in such a different role because he does kind of get typecast at this point. Yeah, which it's typecast. It's not a negative typecast. No actors get really upset about being typecast. So no, it was cool.
2: What would you be typecast as? What would be your type?
3: Oh, I mean, probably just the blonde dumb one because that's always what that is. No, I, think, and still, I I think that that was probably more films in like early two thousands. Yeah, I remember when I like four years ago with like some auditions and stuff like that. Where whenever it's like a high school movie, yeah, or you know a high school show that I've gotten callbacks for or whatever, they it's always like the Mean Girl is always what I get. Yeah. Which is very, you know, typical. Kind of.
2: <laughs> I don't think you're a mean girl.
3: No, I'm not. I'm definitely not. At least I would like to think not. <laughs> but I mean, other than that, I think it's hard for me to say just because I I think that it, if you ask yourself that question, it's different than what someone else would say. It's hard yeah. to see myself, How, as it is with anyone, to see myself from an outsider's perspective.
2: Yeah, yeah, we tend to look at ourselves through more rose-colored glasses.
3: Yeah, exactly. Well, what do you think? I'm curious. What
2: do I think? Um, I'm trying to think of, like, what movies have been coming out recently, like, what you would be good as or, or what I could see you as. Um, I feel like there have been a lot of movies recently that are very uh, – I could see you as, like, they did it with um, – what's the there's a freaking movie coming out I can't remember the name of it but I feel like there's a lot of like female-led movies and I feel like you could be like one of those leads in like a female-led movie where you're like the kind of the 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 edgier one that kind of gets stuff done you know where you're like kind of more on the on the on the fringe as far as your uh, your moral standards but you kind of get stuff done and you got to be that person on the team that like you that. know yeah. makes the tough decisions
3: exactly I love that no I appreciate that seriously I mean, I think that if I if I were to choose, like, a role that I'd want to be, it would be that. It would yeah. be that kind of character. Or even just, like, I'm trying to think, like, what's a good example of, like, a character that's that's sort of like that. I mean, like, for example, like, Katniss, I guess. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Where she's, like, she kind of makes, like, the tough decisions and stuff like that. And is yeah. that harder character with a lot of layers. And, I mean, I, so many people can agree with this, too, but I think it's so fun to play a villain. I think yeah. it's so fun to play a villain. Most fun to play, just because I think that they're the most layered of any yeah. character and the most like, brutally misunderstood, which is really cool.
2: Yeah, I um, what would you typecast me as with the limited Ooh. knowledge that you have about me?
3: I know I have such limited knowledge. I don't know. I feel like you you'd probably. I think that you are pretty fast with your thinking. So I think that whatever you were, that you could probably play someone that was very fast paced in his thinking. I think that there's a lot. Characters that are are definitely that. I mean for example like sort of like a character in like a not like a murder mystery I guess maybe a murder mystery it could be that or like a heist movie or something like that yeah I guess it could be kind of like the fast thinker in that sort of like the um there's there's a there's six types of characters in a movie that are part of like the main groups of people typically yeah um, I think that there's like there's the lovable loser, there's the neurotic, there's um kind of like the dumb one, there's a couple other ones I can't think of right now, yeah. but I think it probably be somewhere in between like kind of like the faster paced person kind of moving the movie along.
2: Yeah, have you have you seen um have you seen the Italian job? I haven't. You haven't seen the Italian job?
3: I haven't, I'm sorry. What the
2: heck, man? Come on. I,
3: I, have some, I have some studying to do. Afterwards. Okay.
2: Yeah. So what you need to do is you need to, <clears throat> after this show, you need to go and you need to watch The Italian Job starring Mark Wahlberg, Jason Statham, uh, Edward Norton as the villain who's such a sleazebag, but he plays such a great villain. No, it's it's a great movie. Uh, and when you were talking about those like six, it, it's a heist movie. Um, and so it's, but you're, you're, you're right. I, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I can't, now I can't relate it to you because I was going to say- I was going to re- re- compare myself to someone in that movie.
0: Was it going to be Seth Green?
2: No, it wasn't going to be <laughs> Seth Green. I'm not the I'm not the nerdy goofball. I'm too I'm too hot to be Seth Green. You are too hot to yes! be Seth Green. Um, no. But I'm also like I don't know if I could be the Mark Wahlberg type. I don't know.
3: Maybe you could. Maybe maybe you could. You never know until you put yourself in that person's shoes. I think that the best acting is acting under imaginary circumstances not acting at all.
2: Here's the thing. Yeah, I the Italian job is tough because now I'm going to talk about it more even though you haven't seen it. So you've got Mark Wahlberg, who's the ringleader. Um, yeah. And then you've got uh, Charlize Theron. Theron? Theron? I don't know how to say her last name. I'm sorry. She is the... Um,
3: Oh no that's right The that's female
2: right. lead yeah. Um, yeah And then Seth Green Is the nerdy guy uh, Jason Statham Is the bad boy Getaway driver um, who is nickname in the movie Is Handsome Rob I just feel like I'm not I'm I'm too I'm not nerdy enough To be the Seth Green I'm not Like bad boy enough To be the Handsome Rob And that leaves me With so like the, get- the driver No I just feel like I'm too soft Handsome Rob Jason Statham Is very hard I am not hard That's. Don't take that clip out of context. (laughs) For those of you listening at home, don't take that clip out of context. Jason Statham is hard. I am not hard. (laughs) No, I don't know. Maybe. uh, We'll see. What did he say? What did Trevor say? Trevor's not hard.
4: Selling a little or a lot. Podcast, all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast
3: no I mean I think that if you're being honest about like who you are I think that that's probably what you're gonna be most similar to because I mean I don't know I feel like the best actors i I'm just seeing them yeah you know it feels real it doesn't feel like it's like pretend no yeah so yeah. it's interesting. Although it's it's sometimes I I think that it's just pieces that we don't you know necessarily see in like an interview of you know a celebrity or whatever it is. Of course, none of us actually know these people unless you do. But it, it's interesting seeing like say for example going back to like Cadness where Jennifer Lawrence is so different when she's not playing like some of these characters that she's played or like Mystique. Oh and, yeah, and, you know people like that are. Joy, I think that was like a movie that she did recently, or a horror movie. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's really cool to see like what you can, or what those actors can do when you don't really see them and just as they are themselves. Yeah, so you know, maybe you'd have to just put yourself in the character.
2: Yeah, who knows? I feel like the the most intense acting that I've ever done is uh, either on GMM as the the. <laughs> I'm gonna so they have me play this character if you're familiar with Good Mythical Morning with Rhett and Link, the My Bosses, they have me play this character called Ever, because I'm notorious for being the youngest person in the office. Um and they Yeah, so they have me play this character sometimes on the show called Ever. Uh, Which is a Gen Z He's just an idiot He's like me if I just like cranked everything to 12 And then just acted so stupid I love that Um, Yeah and so I just use this really stupid voice I'm like what's up guys It's me ever And it's just oh my god And every time I do it I just get lost in the sauce But uh, I hit Rhett and Link um, With recently With a a D's Nuts joke As ever and it was just perfect. I've been wanting to get them with the D-nuts joke for ages and it finally happened. And now I think it's going to be in in the in the episode so I'm excited to uh to hear them. Yeah, it was great, you know, it felt really empowering for me as a young person to you know um really stick up to that older generation, you know.
3: <laughs> Make me cheer up. Oh.
2: Stop. Stop it right now no i uh i don't know i i did a i did a play i feel like i've talked about this in an episode before but i did a um a rendition of the tempest in high school and i just played an idiot which was a lot of fun i think that's where i find i maybe that's me maybe i'm just an idiot i think that's where i really find myself
3: that's great <laughs> I, I think the idiot is always like my favorite character yeah so. oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, come on It's like I think it's the person that brings so much, like, it, it's the person that brings the humor to everything. Yeah, it's, it's like the great. Paul
2: Rudd. It's like the Ant-Man exactly. of the Avengers. I love Paul Rudd.
3: 100%. He's so great. I think that I saw him on, I watched Hot Ones recently. I'm pretty sure that he just came out with, like, a new episode on Hot Ones yeah. or something like that but I, I love Paul Rudd. He's
2: so, he's so, he's funny. so hot. Oh my God. And I know people always talk about how Paul Rudd like doesn't age. They're like, Oh my God, he doesn't age, but he, it's because he's looked like he was 45 since he was in his twenties. I mean, you go watch like the 40 year old virgin and he looks the exact same. He just looks like a 40 year old dude. Um, he does, yeah,
3: you're not, you're not wrong. I'm not going to lie. I mean, maybe he's got a little bit of help here and there who knows, but like, he really doesn't age, but you're right. He has kind of looked like a lot.
2: Yeah, but I mean he's still hot. I think Paul Rudd is a very <laughs> sexy man. If I can say that, can I say that, Jamie?
0: You are allowed of to say he can. is a
2: sexy. Good. Man. He is a sexy man and I think that, you know, he's he seems like he has a very lovable charm about him and like he would be a good cuddler. And you know what? There's nothing <laughs> wrong with me <laughs>
3: You should ask him sometime. Call him up, you
2: know? Oh, my God. Paul Rudd, if you're out there listening and you want to cuddle, hit me up. (laughs) You can find me on Twitter.com at Trevor Everts. (laughs) Oh, man. If he takes me up on that, my life is made.
3: I love it. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think that for me, maybe I'm just too in love with, like, I love Jake Gyllenhaal and Ryan Reynolds so much. Oh, my God. More than... Then, then, your boy. I'm so sorry, but
2: don't get me started on Jake it's Gyllenhaal. A
3: bit more sarcastic and like dark humored with both of them. Yeah, why so I, I I like it a little bit more. But but Paul Rudd's very dark humored as well sometimes too. So yeah. I, I really. Comedians and and actors that are mostly in comedy movies or whatever they're in, I think that dark humor is always gonna be my favorite. Yeah,
2: I freaking love Jake Gyllenhaal. He is a hex, sexy, sexy man. Now we're just getting into yeah. all of the actors that I think are hot, which is a great direction for this to go. I,
3: love that. I mean, I'm I'm not down. I'm not down for. Uh, changing the
2: subject so you're like we're talking about this we're getting into it uh one of my guilty pleasure movies like like actual guilty pleasure movies is um uh freaking love and other drugs with jake gyllenhaal and um oh my god oh my god anne hathaway yes i'm sorry i don't know why i spaced that
3: love Love it they
2: are both so hot in that movie and it is just, that is literally a movie when I'm like, oh my god, I'm feeling a little, I just want to sit.
3: <laughs> Myself, yeah, take a deep breath. Get,
2: get a scared. little, you know, get a little comfy on a Saturday night, maybe have a little vino, and I'll uh, watch Love and Other Drugs. Also, Jonah Hill is in that movie. So isn't Jonah Hill in that movie?
3: Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah. I'm almost certain. No.
2: I- it's, it's freaking Josh Gad. Oh, Oh! Oh no! It's freaking Josh Gad. It is
0: Josh. It is Josh Gad.
2: Oh my God! I forgot Josh Gad because I remember he like walks in on Anne Hathaway and Jacob Jake Gyllenhaal doing the dirty, and yep. and it's super awkward. And isn't I feel like. I don't know. We don't need to get into it. Now I'm just trying to remember the movie. Um, it's,
3: it's a great movie and some really good good actors. And
2: yeah, um, phenomenal film. <laughs> um, who's the who's the hottest Who's the hottest actor in the MCU? Go!
3: <laughs> oh my God, in the hottest actor ever, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Male or female?
2: Yeah.
3: Oh my God, that's so or difficult.
2: male and female. Go go male, one for each.
3: Okay. 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 Uh, ooh.
2: Mm, now I'm struggling. This might have been too tough of a question because now I'm thinking about it, and that's hard. There've been a lot of films. No There've been hard. a lot of movies.
3: There really are. Like I, I can't. I'm trying to think like who I'm. I most like watched their movies the most as well. Yeah. Because there's so many. I might need to think on that. We might need to come back to this.
2: We we don't. I mean, that's a lot to unpack. Maybe we'll come back to that privately later. We can just have a, a follow yeah. up conversation because I'm going to need some time to think about that for sure.
3: There we go. That's what's
2: up. <laughs> um, you uh, have, have claimed in the past that you're a pretty big adrenaline junkie, yeah?
3: Yes, I definitely am. I think I'm going skydiving in like two months or something like that. I'm pretty sure it's in like two months or so. So I'm very excited for that. I've never been.
2: Oh, my God. I, w- I think I would go skydiving.
3: Yeah, you should. Come with me.
2: I- <laughs> hey, I'll mind my- Um No, I-, I I know a lot of people are like, I'll never skydive. And like, I get that. Like, you know, because if the parachute doesn't go, then you go splat. But I feel like, you know, that's like the fear of flying in planes. You know, people. a lot of people are scared of flying when like flying is the most safe form of travel there is.
3: it's very true you're going at such a high speed that that for that to be interrupted it would be yeah the car is so much more dangerous are you kidding me oh
2: yeah one or motorcycles people drive motorcycles
3: that's dumb see i i might be an adrenaline junkie but i feel well okay i guess it's not entirely smart to go skydiving either
2: no Um, but like that's generally a safe thing
3: yeah but like i like with people that i know that have motorcycles you're riding that probably like every day or often i'm sure if you're investing in having motorcycle and like there are so many deaths from that it's it's actually mind-boggling so it's i don't crazy. know
2: crazy do i think it's actually statistically per miles traveled and passengers carried i think motorcycle like a motorcycle is the least safe form of travel um but it's crazy people drive them in la and every time i am driving in la and i see someone weaving through like a lane in a motorcycle i'm like i don't get it that is something that i never want to do yeah
3: especially in la because people are dumb
2: oh yeah
3: i drive here i'm like holy hell did you leave your brain at home yeah like they did where, where is it at
2: or they didn't have one to begin with
3: yeah no not at all like it must be pea sized if it's there it's um, incognito. Yeah
2: uh, I didn't used to have road rage and then I moved to LA and now I'm like how are you this stupid? <laughs> uh.
3: I don't I understand that like I, I think that I, I'm pretty I'm pretty calm overall like in terms of anything that kind of stresses me out but like sometimes with here I think that there, there's a multitude of things here that are just obstacles like just beyond the road too that are. You, wouldn't really expect yeah Otherwise, there's there's a sea of humanity here yeah with-
2: yeah no my my dad um my dad used to have a motorcycle but i grew up in idaho um so he mostly used it to do a lot of like scenic drives like up through mountains yeah. and stuff which is like okay and like i'd ridden on his motorcycle and he also had a gigantic motorcycle and it was like super loud which is also makes it safer but still i mean yeah. my my oh god how am i related to joel Joel. So my brother, his wife, my brother's yeah. wife's dad, Joel. <laughs> Hi Joel, if you're listening. Um he he laid his bike down. There was a there was a gravel, there was like some construction going on and this intersection was gravel and he turned and he laid his bike down, crushed his leg. And then after that happened, my dad sold his motorcycle. But like there's just so many things like it is not safe to drive a motorcycle. It is not and I can't like get behind that. Uh, that is one thing that I would never do. I, it's just so scary.
3: Well, it sucks. Cause I mean, I, I totally get it. There's, they're great for scenic drives. Like, you know, your, your dad had that for, and I think that that'd be great if I were not in Los Angeles like yeah. I, I were like very secluded Yeah. and much more like in the middle of nowhere.
2: What's uh? what's your other, what are some of your other favorite adrenaline junkie things to do?
3: Um, I mean, I think that this is something that maybe pe- a lot of people don't know, especially not my parents, but whatever. I'm, they're probably not listening, but... Spill it. <laughs> not, but if mom and dad, so sorry. Um, I used to go to a bunch of abandoned buildings in Colorado and like basically go there like in the middle of the night with a bunch of like my friends or a couple of them or one or whatever. And we'd go there and basically like light things on fire.
2: <laughs> just commit a little bit of light vandalism
3: light things on fire and spray paint stuff and and just you know be creative
2: that's a creative outlet <laughs> that is so funny i get that though i mean I, I grew up in idaho and i understand just driving out to the middle you know there's just there's buildings everywhere there's abandoned buildings everywhere and sometimes it's fun to just go stand in them
3: yeah no 100 percent. it's so fun yeah um Maybe like, I mean, certainly good for adrenaline, maybe not the safest. But when it's like a little bit too in some areas, I was like, oh, shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, but I mean, it was always a lot of fun and nothing bad happened. Well, that's and- great. So that was that was really good. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. There's a lot of cool places in Colorado that are like that. Um, I- yeah. Right next to um, I think this is how you pronounce it. The Cecil Hotel. Cecil um, Hotel. Yeah, that's like there's a Netflix documentary that recently came out, and it's not abandoned. I think that there's it's actually become a homeless
2: shelter, but it was abandoned. Wait, I was talking to some friends about this the other day.
3: Yeah, it's that haunted hotel. Yeah, literally like a block away from it.
2: Really, my friends were literally. I was, I was, I was talking to them, and we were talking about like weird documentaries on Netflix or whatever, and they told me about that one, and they said I had to watch it, and now I want to watch it. I also want to go because they were like the vibes are so weird. Like you just drive by it.
3: Yeah, like really strange energy, even when I'm just like walk have walked by it. Like if I'm, you know, walking to a meeting or walking to a studio or whatever, like it's so eerie. It's so weird. I've actually never seen the documentary. And that was not I don't know why I didn't because I always wanted to. And then I ended up moving to this apartment down here and I I really don't want to watch it. Kind of. I also like acid like all the time. Yeah,
2: you're like adjacent, you know, maybe some of the horrors like seeped through, you know
3: exactly. So I don't, I don't know if I want to call that upon myself. Um, my building is called the Hellman building though. So that's kind of funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's, it's kind of interesting, but that's, that's kind of what I did mainly. I feel like that was one of the most often things that I did when I was kind of back home. I haven't done that in a bit here. Yeah. Though, so I want to do more intense thrill seeking this year for sure. Just like, I want to go like bungee dropping off of a bridge yeah. this year want to go skydiving just kind of like the main yeah. thing
2: um, yeah.
3: but that was was a little bit out of pocket i guess
2: <laughs> i love there's something great about jumping off bridges i used to that was something in idaho like growing up you <laughs> Get out of there's so many good bridges <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even think about how that could sound <laughs>
0: We do not condone jumping off of bridges. No, in a safe way we
2: do. In a safe way we do. Not like high bridges. In a safe way, yes. There's there's just bridges like you... Okay, let me explain myself now because someone's going to take that clip and be like, there's something great about jumping off bridges. Um, No, (laughs) there...
3: Out. I had to point it out I just started uh,
2: sorry these are the th- I don't even notice it no there's a lot of bridges in Idaho that like go over rivers and stuff there's a lot of rivers in Idaho and so you and your friends just go and they're very low they're very close to the water there's no they're very safe to jump off of and you just like you just jump off a bridge into the water and then you swim over and you walk back up and you do it again and it's fun sue me don't sue me don't sue me'
3: <laughs> i'm screaming oh i'm hollering no i mean that would be so sick i think that that's i used to go like cliff jumping all the time too like i i uh which you know again safely
2: okay um, so cliff jumping's okay but bridge jumping yeah, isn't I mean,
3: bridge yeah i don't i just had to make sure that <sighs> we knew. We were, you know i just i just want to make sure um but yeah no i i used to go to maine every summer yeah they like islands all over Maine And go cliff jumping and that was so fun
2: Yeah yeah there's um There's a couple of places like that in Idaho too That it's just fun jumping off stuff Is f-
3: It is I can't is. I'm gonna
2: Put my foot in my mouth again Let me just get it up here I got the burke on today
3: I think that might be best um, Your lawyer called me and said that that's probably what's uh, best
2: Can you see this yeah. Jamie <laughs> I got, for those of you listening and not watching the video podcast, I'm putting my foot in my mouth, <laughs> Birkenstock and all. Oh, my Sorry. God. Sorry. That's so
3: Colorado. That was a big Colorado thing. They love their Burkeys. Yeah,
2: see, I grew up, um, there was, a, a Chacos were big in Idaho, and I... Chacos too. Chacos those and things. Burks. I've got the, I've got the Holy Trinity. I've got Chacos, I've got Burks, and I've got Crocs. So I've got the Holy Trinity of like really ugly footwear that I love to wear. They
3: are really comfy. They're so comfy. And I always had those on when I was younger. Yeah. I, I hiked so much. Yeah. I live in Colorado and I also ski. Yeah. Uh, I've skied literally since I could walk. Oh. Uh, and so that's definitely a huge thing that I do for adrenaline as yeah. well. I itching to go back out soon just because I didn't really get to that much last season just because of everything going on with the pandemic that it was kind of hard to with like there being some regulations and things like that. But yeah, it's the best. Yeah,
2: no, there's uh, I'm glad you're a skier. okay? because I also am a skier. I lean ski over snowboard. Um, No, that's so funny. Well, the, the thing is, hold on. I had a thought and I think it's, you know, in my head, it seems really intelligent, um. So I'm going to yeah. say it out loud. I'm backtracking here, back to the 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 sandals thing. So you've got ch- yeah. you've got you've got to have all three because you've got the chacos for outdoorsy. Like I always wear those when I go whitewater rafting. Then you've got the Crocs for more casual walking around shoes, and then the Birkenstocks are uh, more business casual. I would say. They're a little bit fancier, they're a little bit more going out, you know, get it a little bit but, um, <laughs> tighten up the screws a little bit, button it up a little bit, put on the birkin socks. anyway, that was another stupid thought from me. Uh, shouldn't have said it. Jamie's not laughing, so I know it wasn't funny. <laughs> That's the only way I know I was if I'm funny. Notes. <laughs> Why are you writing notes? You need to validate my feelings live.
0: It was funny. (laughs) I'll do better next time. No, no, Emma, Emma, you're perfect. Stop.
2: Emma, you're great. It's Jamie's fault. Yeah. No, Jamie is the only reason that I can, like, do anything. I would be lost without Jamie. (laughs) She makes everything run. Um... Anyway, where was I? Was I talking about sandals?
0: Sandals and then <laughs> skiing.
3: Yep.
2: <Yeah>. What I <laughs> won't wear is flip-flops. I'm such a flip-flops hater. I think it's the worst shoe.
3: See, I literally only own heels that are like six inches now. Not even gonna lie.
2: Well, that doesn't seem great for going outdoors.
3: <laughs> I-, I sold like all my Jordans and then I have like one pair of hiking shoes. Okay. And then the, everything else. Oh no, I have Birkenstocks too. I have my white Birkenstocks. Well, thank God. I have Birkenstocks. I think I also have Crocs.
2: You got Crocs too? That's pretty epic.
3: I think so. I have the white Birks, but I don't think I have Chacos. I don't have the Chacos.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, you hearing her?
3: <laughs> I know.
2: I have Chacos. No, I wear my Chacos the least. They kind of they're ugly. My Chacos are. Uh, that is one thing I will say. Crocs and Birks, you can make fashionable. Chacos are ugly.
3: Berks the most. Oh I yeah, Burks are the most fashionable of anything. If we're going for fashion, no,
2: I feel sexy when I wear my Berks. I mean, can you yeah. leave that in? You, probably...
3: oh, it's it's staying in.
2: <laughs> it's staying in. The
3: Birkenstocks really scream sex appeal. Yeah,
2: so. well, I mean, you know, they're just they're so comfortable, they're so functional, and you right. know, they um, German. <laughs> I'm such a failure of a podcast host. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Emma, that you had to be subjected to this for the last 45 minutes.
3: <laughs> apologize. That's the last thing you need to do. Only apologize when it's needed.
2: Hey, Jamie, are we doing whoever smelt it?
3: We are doing whoever smelt it.
2: Yeah, okay. So, Emma, get ready. I don't know if you've been prepared for this, if you've been prepped for this.
3: Oh, God. Oh, God. What's coming?
2: What's coming is a very special question that I like to ask only my favorite guests. Um, and I, it's called whoever smelt it. And um, what is the most embarrassing place that you've accidentally let one rip?
3: Oh, wow, I love that question. Oh, my God. I'm glad. That's great. Nobody's ever asked me that question. Usually, people are asking me very different questions. I wonder why. But well, um, this
2: is Trevor talks too much. So welcome to the show.
3: <laughs> it's very thought provoking. Yeah. Um, oh, probably the most the most embarrassing place, right?
2: The most like where you felt the most embarrassed. I want to say like where where you like. Whatever it was, it doesn't even have to be letting it could it be just you stunk up a place, you like you took a you took a poo-poo, you took a do somewhere, and it was just bad, and someone went in after you and you were like, Oh no, that's gonna be bad for them. Whatever you think is is embarrassing or, or rough, or you know, maybe you crop dusted someone by accident on set or something.
3: Yeah. At the doctor,
2: <laughs> who knows? I mean, it could be anything.
3: I'm loving it. I think that the the worst uh the most embarrassing place also thank you for that in-depth explanation that was mm-hmm. beautiful. Um probably I was at this master class for dance and it was this um it was <laughs> like lyrical class. It was a room full of like maybe like seven of us, six of us. <gasps> like it was not that many people. <laughs> and I think there was this was like and this was probably like four years ago or something like that i can't believe it, it was, was recent. so because i did like a, I think i did like some sort of leg extension <laughs> of
2: that and, and,
3: I, and i you can hear it but you'd have the kids now.
2: <laughs> oh no i remember
3: being like like my entire stomach just dropping to my feet I really hope no. I'm like, now that it's me, I was like, oh, God, start sweating. So bad. so bad. That's like the worst place to do it. Oh, like,
2: my God. That is the worst.
3: That wasn't even that's not just like. I don't know. That's that's worse than I feel like most.
2: That's like bad, because I mean, when you're talking about you're in a dance class and then you do like a move, I feel like that's the worst is when it's involuntary and you like are. And you're, like, moving your body in some way or moving your leg and it just slips out because then you're caught off guard by it. Like, sometimes you can let a sneaky one go if you're, like, prepared for it and you kind of let yeah. it out slow. I mean, I was not. thank God it was silent, though.
3: It was. So, like, I don't know. It was still anonymous. But either way, I was still. That's
2: still uh, rough. In a room with, like, not a lot of people, too. And, like, that, you know, it was probably hot in there. Everybody's dancing. Yeah. It probably traveled, you know, kind of.
3: It had been a long class. Oh, um, I, wow. I, my body was clearly reflecting that.
2: Well, I'm glad you made it through that. That's I that's did. tough.
3: Yeah, I, many therapy
2: sessions. <laughs> <laughs> i go to therapy to talk about my farts
3: yeah that's that's where i go to
2: therapy <laughs> i go to therapy to talk about jumping off bridges
3: oh yeah oh really huh.
2: no i i should go to therapy more
3: i love therapy I've, I've gone to therapy for a number of years and i credit it to so much of my happiness seriously that
2: for those of you listening out there
3: I mean, for me, I think that if you're really open to therapy, it works so well.
2: Emma is spitting straight facts. All facts, no printer, you could say, uh, because we all love therapy here. And it's very good. And you should go get therapy. Everybody should get therapy.
3: at some point in your life I think everybody needs
2: it everybody holds stuff in sometimes you know involuntarily whether you realize it or not there are things that are inside of you that you don't let out and everybody needs an outlet for that and it's the most healthy place to do it because that's their job and they know how to deal with it and you're not putting that added emotional pressure and stress on anyone else that you wouldn't want to do that to it's what they're there for so I know that you know if you have access to it if it's possible I would highly recommend it uh, anyway that was a lot that was fast transition from talking about farts into the therapy plug. Yeah, no,
3: that that's very interesting. I don't think I've gone from farts to therapy ever. Well, it's
2: a natural transition in my mind. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Emma, can we be friends?
3: Of course. I'd love that. Can we Let's be please.
2: friends? I want to be friends. You're not going to ghost me? We can hang out. We can talk oh, again oh, yeah, sometime.
3: i love to be friends. You're so dope.
2: Love- <laughs> <laughs> Let's freaking go. Emma likes me, Jamie. <laughs> Yes. i did it <laughs> i did it let's be friends i'd love to <laughs> that'd be great oh, yeah. emma now is the time for you to tell everyone where they can find you and and what they should check you out on all that stuff
3: yes sounds good um so my at is emma nortz on everything on twitter uh instagram on tiktok um and on snapchat i have that linked on my instagram um and that's where you
2: can find me. Nice. Anything else you want to plug or mention or anything like that? You got anything cool coming up?
3: I do, but I can't say. Oh, so okay. Thank you for having me on. Yeah. Thank you. It was genuinely such a nice conversation. and it was all so of it, great. I loved it. I so had yeah. such a
2: great time. Thank you so much for being here. Everybody. That was Emma Norton. She was so amazing. So much fun. Uh, Please go follow her on all of her socials, TikTok, uh, Instagram, Twitter, all that fun stuff. Uh, Apparently, she's got some fun stuff coming out that she can't quite tell us about, so make sure you stay up to date. Go give her a follow. Go check it out. Jamie, how'd it go? You know,
0: I didn't expect her to be as sarcastic as she was, which I enjoy. Yeah, She was trying to kind of figure you out a little bit (laughs) she was from the beginning
2: before we even started she was trying to figure me out yeah
0: she's trying to figure you out a little bit I think that uh, you'll get a follow I'm not sure if you'll hang out
2: you're not sure if we'll hang
0: out? <laughs> I'm sorry. No, she really liked you at the end. She definitely yeah, did. Wow. Well, no.
2: you know, that's okay.
0: If you do walk by the Sisu Hotel, I want to know about that, though.
2: Yeah, I want to go down there. I need to watch the documentary, because honestly, I was just like, that was freaking, I was, my friends are tell me about it, like the backstory of everything, and it's like, bleh, 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 spooky, spooky. Um, no, I thought it went well. She seemed super nice. She was. She was a little bit saucy, a little bit spicy. I liked it. Because um, I didn't really know much about her. I, I didn't really know much about her going in, so it was fun to learn about all of her you know vandalistic tendencies <laughs> apparently I was like okay if you want to air out your dirty laundry on the podcast I guess this is a place to do it I'm not gonna narc you gonna narc the statues
0: of limitations right on yeah. things
2: I don't know you what don't know where it means
0: was... oh I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you
2: yeah give me give me a little law lesson afterward I don't know Does the fifth amendment apply here <laughs> what's the fifth amendment <laughs> <laughs> that's the one where I don't have to talk, right? Yeah, you're like,
0: I'm not going to incriminate myself.
2: Oh, well, that's not good for me because that's a whole show is incriminating myself. So get that Fifth Amendment out of here in my book.
0: <laughs> yeah. Anyways, enough <laughs> about enough about the law.
2: <laughs> no, let's get into the amendments. <laughs> Stop trying to derail me. <laughs> um, uh,
0: next on the Bill of Rights podcast.
2: Next on Trevor talks too much about the Bill of Rights. Um... The Third Amendment.
0: <laughs> it's no quartering
2: for soldiers. That's an important one. <laughs> no quartering. I don't know the amendment. <laughs> let me do the outro, please. Oh yeah, let's give it's my fault. Let I'm me so do sorry. the outro, everybody. Thank you for listening to Trevor Talks Too Much. Uh, listen every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Give a follow, subscribe, tell your friends. Tell your friends about the show. Subject them to this as well, because I think that more people need to be subjected to it. <laughs> uh, check out the YouTube version of the podcast going out every Monday afterwards, uh, the following Monday, and that's on uh, Trevor Talks Too Much on YouTube. Um, yeah, leave a rating. Rate and review. Let me know. Let me know what you think. Let me know how much to talk. I don't know. Help me out, please. Tell me what I can do better. It really helps um and yeah follow us on all the other mythical stuff go check out the other youtube channels go check out the other podcasts catch me over on mythical kitchen where i cook Uh, and follow me on my personals if you want uh trevor Everts on twitter and instagram i think that's all the things that i'm supposed to say Jamie, you like you like South Park. I
0: love South Park, but we're okay. It's the end, guys.
2: <laughs> it's the... Oh, so now Jamie's doing the outro. Now Jamie's doing the outro. She just decided I'm too bad at it, and she said that's the end. Okay, everybody. I guess that's it. I guess I gotta stop talking now. Okay, because Jamie said so. She did the outro for me. So goodbye, everyone. Unfreaking believable.